Now, now, listen. Let me come back over here. You guys received this tonight? We ain't playing no games tonight. We don't, you don't play with the anointing. You don't play with the presence of God. All right, let me say this. There's a new realm of the angelic, and the angels hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord. There are angels of breakthrough, healing, prosperity. There are scribe angels, warring angels. And as we move forward in this shift, don't leave your angels out. And I believe that God wants to give his people fresh revelation on the angelic realm. I don't hear nobody. And I know we are a church that wars against the demonic, but how do you think we do that? We got to release our angels. We got to release the word of the Lord. I heard the Lord say, get ready for encounters with angels. Many of you in this place are going to have encounters, even tonight. And you have to be linked, begin to ask the Lord, God, what are you releasing? What angels are you releasing in my life? You have to learn how to partner with the angelic. Partner with the angels. Now listen to this. Let's turn it down just a little bit. First King says this, while Elijah went on a day's journey to the wilderness, he came under a broom brush and he sat down under it and he prayed that he might die and have, I've had enough, Lord. Take my life. I'm no better than my ancestors. Has anybody come out of a season like that? They said, Lord, you could just take me right now. Lord, I just don't know what else to do. Lord, I don't know where else to go. Lord, I've tried everything. Lord, I prayed every prayer. Lord, I fasted. I did the Daniel fast, the 40-day fast, the 21-day fast. I did the no water fast. I did it all. <laughs> and then he laid down under the brush, and he fell asleep. And all at once, somebody say all at once. I'm telling you, there's a suddenly in this shift. There's a suddenly that God is moving. You got to catch this in the spirit tonight. I can barely keep my eyes open because of the anointing. You got to catch this in the spirit tonight. There's a suddenly for you. All at once. All at once. Hey. All at once. Somebody say all at once. The angel touched him and said, get up and eat and he looked around and there by his head was some bread baked over hot coals in a jar of water and he ate and he drank and he lay down again and then the angel of the Lord came back a second time somebody said we're coming into a season of visitation I decree and declare over relentless and everybody under the sound of my voice that you are coming into a season of revelation and visitation in Jesus' mighty name. We release it. We release visitation. We release visitation. Now listen, so the angel of the Lord came back a second time and touched him and said, get up and eat for the journey is too much for you. 
So see, we need at times angelic intervention to bring revelation, bring bread, bring the word of the Lord so that we can take and that we can eat and that we can drink of his goodness. And I'm telling you, many of you have laid yourself down under a broom brush. You have laid yourself down under a tree. But the Lord says, it's time to get up. It's time to get up and eat. And then listen to this. The angel came back a second time and touched him and said, get up and eat. So he got up and ate. And he was strengthened by that food that he traveled 40 days and 40 nights until he reached Horeb, the mountain of God. And God says, I'm bringing you to a mountain. You got to catch this in the spirit. God said, I'm bringing you to a mountain. And isn't it ironic that Elijah's ministry shifted at that moment? When he had this angelic visitation and he went to the mountain, God visited him at that mountain and God gave him instructions on who to anoint in the next season. And that was the place where he anointed the next king. That was the place where he got the revelation to anoint Jehu. And that's where he got the revelation to anoint Elisha. God said, I'm going to give you a revelation in this season on how to see your legacy live on. I'm going to give you such a revelation in this season on how to begin to raise up sons and daughters to carry on the mission while you're well and gone. In Jesus' name. Somebody say, I receive it. Now, we're about to anoint you, but I want to say this last thing. When we shift, we come into a new realm of the demonic. Don't be afraid because God says you're bigger than that. But you got to take your authority. Don't just sit back and say, I'm in Christ. They can't touch me. No, you got to do some work, baby. Because you're in Christ, you can do something. Amen. It's not because of I can do nothing. It's because I can do something. Do something. Somebody say, do something. Say something. Rebuke something. Bind something. If it, I need somebody to help me write this down. I heard the Lord say uh, for Relentless to go on a three-day fast. And I believe that we're supposed to start this fast next Sunday at 6. And we're supposed to go until Wednesday at 6 at night. And I believe in this fast that God is going to break some things. I believe some chains are going to be broken. And I believe the Lord is going to release our building. I really believe it. And I believe that I don't know how we're going to do it. I think we can come back here. But we're going to try to have a prayer night. I know it's spontaneous. We don't have to set no music up. All we need is a key. Let me in. We don't have to have no live stream. We don't have to have no instruments. Give me a key and let me in. Somebody say, give me a key and let me in. Give me a key and let me in. There are keys to the kingdom. And we're going to pray. I wish we could pray all through the, some, a night. That's what I really want. But we're going to pray about that. We need to do some all-night prayer for this one. Because we're going to get our place. We're going to get our place. We're going to get our place. And watch what God does when we get it. Okay. When God shifts you, there's another realm of the demonic, there's another realm of the angelic, and there is always a new assignment. We miss many in many seasons of our life because we are trying to be everything to everybody. But my question is, what is your assignment? You got to know your assignment in this season. I said it on Sunday. It's, it's, it's purpose over preference. 
You can't just prefer to be in a place. You can't just let your theology and your preference move you out of the place that God wants you to be. This is a season to be planted where God wants you to be planted. The Bible says that uh, those who are planted in the house of the Lord will flourish. So if relentless is your place, be planted. And if God ain't called you here, get somewhere and get planted. No one's ever called to live by themselves. We can't do this alone. I couldn't do this alone. I couldn't do this without my wife. I couldn't do this without my children having my back. I couldn't do this without the pastors that are helping to hold my hands up. I couldn't do this without the worship team. I couldn't do this without the dream team. I couldn't do this without sons and daughters. We need each other. Okay, a few people. I got you. So my question is, I know you're called. And I know you're called to the nations. I know you have about 20 businesses inside of you and about 30 books. And you can do all those things, but what are you anointed to do for right now? This is what you have to know. This is the answer that you need to answer in this season. Because we get really happy when we talk about the shift. We get really happy when God says, I'm about to move you. But God, what are you shifting me into? And so this is only going to come by prayer and fasting and seeking the Lord. And saying, God, not my will, but let your will be done. God, I'm consecrating myself. I'm setting myself aside. I don't want to play any games. I saw the Lord removing out of your life the jungle gym. I saw in the spirit like a playground for kids. I got one in my backyard. And God said, I'm removing the jungle gym. I'm removing the playground. It's time to pray on the ground. You know, I love Facebook. I love Instagram. I love social media. But my God, I'm telling you, there's some things that you can only get in the place of prayer. And God is saying, instead of posting, why don't you pray? Instead of going live, why don't you pray? Instead of this and that, why don't you pray? The Lord said that if you would be, I'm telling you, if you will begin to pray and seek the Lord specifically for two things. Lord, I want to know you more. I want to be closer to your heart. And then number two, God, what have you called me to do in this season? God, I want to do your will. I want to do your will in this season. I know I'm called to the nations. I'm, you're called to the nations. I know we're called to plant church. Somebody said to me, Malik, uh, who are you covering? You covering church? I said, I'm not called to cover other churches right now. I'm called to cover this church. I'm called to be this pastor. I'm called to be this father. I'm called to be here. So you got to know what is your calling right now and what has God assigned you for right now. Almost done. One thing that we forget is that this anointing is for something. And so when we anoint you tonight for the shift, you might not have all the answers. I'm not saying you have to get anointed to get the answers. But I want to tell you, this anointing, and and there's no power in the oil. It's a symbol. But we are greening, and I believe that God has set us aside as pastors, as leaders, as apostles and prophets, that we're going to anoint you tonight because we're believing for the shift in your life. And even if you would come to me and say, Malik, God's called me to Timbuktu, I say, I'll see you later. Send a postcard. And I'll send you an offering. The origin of the anointing was a practice of the shepherds. And so what happened is, I wrote this down, lice and other insects would often get into the wool of the sheep. And they got near, and they got near the sheep's head. And they would burrow into the sheep's ear. And eventually they would kill the sheep. So the ancient shepherds poured oil on the sheep's head. This made the wool slippery, making it impossible for the insects to get near the sheep's ear because of the insects would slide off. 
And this is a symbolic of protection and blessing. And so we're anointing you tonight. And we're saying no demonic insect is going to get into your ear. That you're not going to be confused about what God has called you to do in this season. I hear the Lord saying, some of you, every season God brings you into, you run with passion. But then you get burnt out. And the Lord says that's because you, number one, lose focus of him. And number two, you stop doing what he told you to do. And so the Lord said in this season, he's going to remove all the demonic assignments against your life. And that you're going to be able to walk in this assignment that God has for you. Last thing I want to say here. When the Lord spoke to Moses, he talked about a guy named Bazel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur. He was part of the tribe of Judah. And he said that I filled him with the spirit of God and wisdom and an understanding and in knowledge in all manner of workmanship to devise cunning works, to work in gold and silver and in brass and the cutting of stones, to set them in the carving of timber, to work in all manner of workmanship. I want to tell you that God is not just anointing you so that you can carry a mic and prophesy. But God is anointing you tonight so that you can walk in your full calling and destiny. And if that's creating things with your hands, if that's making bracelets, if that's whatever you do, if that's like mad on Photoshop, whatever you do, God's going to anoint that thing in this season. I don't think you heard me. God's going to anoint that thing in this season, whether it's in the government. Amen. God's going to anoint that thing in this season, and you're going to walk in a big, I'm telling you, I just see this thing. You're going to walk in something big. And so I'm going to, I'm going to ask the leaders, uh, well, let me ask um, uh, um, all the ushers, and, and Marcus, can you help me out, my brother? I want all the dream team leaders, I want to I anoint our leaders first. I want to anoint those who are leading something in the church first. I, I think it's a prophetic sign. And if you're called to the five-fold ministry and you're walking in it right now like Hadassah, I want to also pray for you as well. Matt, I want to pray for you as well. I want to pray for our leaders first, okay? It's a prophetic sign of what God is doing. So come on. Come on down. And, uh, and uh, you just tell us how you want it. But I need some help. I need us to stand up. Let's just all stand up. And let's just, Micah, can you just, uh, David, guys, can just lead us in some worship. And let's just worship and get saturated in this anointing. And we're just going to go and we're going to lay hands and they're going to lead you and guide you how you're supposed to go. I plan to be out of my mind by the end of this, so I might need somebody to stand with me. Jordan, why don't you come stand with me?